ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Announce table. It's the Spanish announce table. Yeah? Yes. That's what we're doing, right? Yep. We're not doing one of the other uh, 50 shows that we do or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network, trendingtopicsnetwork.com. You know that. That's what you're listening to us on. This is T-Mac over here in the Macho Man shirt. Again. It's yeah. A, it's another show, another wrestling t-shirt. I need to start buying some, though, because I'm going to start recycling, because I have yeah. some... But I don't got a lot. So. Well, you can wear the John Cena shirt. You just don't want to be seen in public in that. I don't know, John don't Cena. You got the shirt? the Rise Above Hate shirt or no. something. You know what I do have though is when he first came to be like a main event guy, uh, the John Cena hands. You know those inflatable right. hands. Yeah, yeah, I still have that's those. Right. I do have those. <laughs> that's I it. I forgot about the John Cena inflatable yeah. hands. Hand. Yep, I like those. Because then I'll stand on my balcony at my apartment complex and I'll flip people <laughs> off with them. Very fun. Um, that guy's a merchandising machine, man. John Cena. We'll get into John Cena. But those who uh, haven't listened, Spanish announce table. We break down systematically break down the week of wrestling. Go over all that happened. Give us a. Uh, Give our thoughts on it and tell you what you should think about it. Of course. Right? That's the most important part. Right. Now, we're going to start off with some news. I got some news. There you go. News. Uh, Gregory Gilliland of ROH. Mm-hmm. He was second in command to the CEO. Okay. Leaving. Why? He's going to take a position at Sinclair Broadcasting. Really? So he be moving to another position. Yeah. So, uh, ROH might be, he, I guess, apparently this guy was in charge of stuff, man. This guy would make decisions. So, uh, well, great. They can hmm. give it to Matt Hardy now. Yeah. Maybe he was the one making the decisions on the uh, iPay-per-views. Yeah, uh, man. Those were uh, sucking, weren't they? According to a filing with the SEC, Stephanie McMahon-Levesque has sold 276,055 shares of World Wrestling Entertainment Class A common stock. Why? I don't know, but she made $2.9 million off the sale. Well, I guess if, you know, if Triple H has it. And, you know, she has it. Might as well yeah, make some money. Yeah, but that's money. crazy. I mean, like, why are you selling? I, have, first of all, how many shares are out there of a company? Because this had to be a drop in the bucket for her to do it. Yeah. Right? Right. Weird. I don't know. must have been uh, WWE also spending that money. Filed with the SEC announcing plans to finance a new corporate jet. Company released the filing today announcing they've created the subsidiary WWE Jet Services, Inc. in order to finance the jet through RBS Asset Finance. For thirty-one point five six million, this filing includes quarterly payments of four hundred five thousand four hundred fifty-eight until the loan expires in twenty twenty. Every quarter, they're dropping four hundred grand on this jet. That's like that's like a hundred bucks to them. It must be nice to be rich. Yeah, yeah. It must Tell be. me about it. Yeah. yeah, I know you're you're rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling <laughs> in the dollar bills. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. WWE and Full Sail University co-hosted a competition wherein eight teams of eight students each took part in a 48-hour challenge to design and create the prototype for a new WWE video game. Eh? Well, you know, they they did leave THQ to yes. go to 2K. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, if they don't well, like that, they go to this. It says here this was to create an action game for ages 7 and up that is compatible with both smartphones and tablets with the winning team earning $5,000 in consideration of their design by WWE for development. So working on uh, the mobile gaming, which, right. is, which is a huge boom from what I'm understanding. I don't do it, but yeah, that's what I don't do say. it either. But they also have released a John Cena iTunes game, John Cena's Fast Lane. He's a big car guy, so at least it yes. stays true to right. John Cena, not the character, but the, the person himself. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Check this out. You're a young racer crushing the quarter mile with your sights set on being the best in the world. As it happens, your driving impresses none other than John Cena, WWE superstar and muscle car enthusiast, who takes you under his wing, passing on knowledge he learned during his years behind the wheel. You'll challenge opponents in cities from across the United States, including shadowy figures from Cena's racing past, who are bent on winning by any means necessary. Master the art of shifting and upgrade your whip with powerful add-ons as you drive yourself to victory. In the end, only one person can truly say, the champ is here. Will it be you? No. No. I don't think I'll get it. You know, I mean, it it sounds pretty cool. I think it'd be... That would... These games like the Rock Pocalypse or yeah, what was that called? Is Rock Pocalypse. Yeah, that and then even this. It'd be better if it was just everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to race with CM Punk. Right. Hey, I want to yeah. race with one guy from the Shield. Not just here's John Cena and you're John Cena or no. you and your mentors John Cena. I don't care. No, but this way they can spread out each person and have their yeah. own things. It's kind of like that. But if they did something like you did, it'd be kind of like that old Hanna Barbera. Uh, what was that? It was like a, a marathon race where they had like all the, right. the evil characters on one yeah. team. That old See? cartoon, man. I like that. Yeah? What yeah. was that show called? I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about. I do know though. what you're talking about, but. So like they were all racing and like Snagglepuss would be in with, mm-hmm. you know, somebody else or something right. from all the cartoons. That mm-hmm. was great. Yeah, they could do something like that. You could even have Hulk Hogan and John Cena team up for your favorite tag team of all time. No. <laughs> That's not my favorite tag team of all time. Speaking of the golden boy, John Cena, the Wrestling Observer is reporting that uh, his elbow injury is worse than is being let on. Yeah. Yeah. Good God, it looks like a football. It says says uh, it's bad enough that WWE officials made decision for him not to wrestle until the SummerSlam pay-per-view. Additionally, he's reportedly going to be taking some time off after the match to have surgery on the arm which could keep him out of action for a while. I'm telling you, he loses to Daniel Bryan. Randy Orton cashes in. I'm making. We're going to do oh, our, yes. our picks. That's my pick. I'll say it now, but I'll say it later. That's what's going to happen. Later on in the show, we will be doing our SummerSlam picks. A little competition between ourselves. I jumped the gun. SummerSlam picks. I swear that never happens. Yeah, yeah. But, uh-huh. but that is my I've pick. Got, I've got a Facebook follower group that would attest <laughs> to otherwise. I hear a lot of stories. Oh, boy. But big, big, big news story. Probably the big news story of the week. Yeah? Okay. You heard about this one. According to WWE.com, Seamus has suffered a torn labrum. Is it labrum? Labrum? Labrum. Labrum in his left shoulder and will require surgery. 
I'll tell you one mm-hmm. thing. That's a son of a bitch of an injury. Well, it'll take place this week. A sideline Seamus for four to six months. Well, here's the thing with that is I know many of people who have had that surgery, and you can recover, but you're still not the same as you used to be. And mm-hmm. him being a power guy, you know, lifting Big Show and Henry and all that stuff. Is that man, what happened to um, Cena? He had a big shoulder injury. What happened to him? Yeah, I don't know if that was it, but I do know people who have had the surgery, and they're athletes, mainly it's MMA fighters, and uh, they always tell me, it's like, you know, it still doesn't feel the same. And this is years, and it just never gets back. So him being that powerlifting type of, you know, pro wrestler, he might have to change up his wrestling tactics because if he can't lift up Big Show and that's his whole shtick, I mean, he's in a a world of hurt. But I will say it's good – for the character of Sheamus to go away because oh, that one yeah. eight hundred fella thing was oh. corny. He wasn't in the title picture. He was just kind of hanging out, and he was too big for a mid card, and he'd had nothing for the main event. So he was just doing a bunch of nothing. So it'll be good. Let us miss him for a while. Hopefully, instead of the Kofi Kingston comeback, where hey, he's just in a match, get some videos. They'll actually do something. I fear when they do that, it's just going to be the standard. I'm training to come back, and he's going to come back and have no discernible change in his gimmick. You know what I mean? He's going to come back to a face pop, and then somebody's going to challenge him. I'd like him to come back as a heel. I'd like to see Seamus, or at least a grittier character. I like. I always thought that the Seamus character would be best if he was packaged the same way Fit Finley was, yeah. where it's this Irishman who loves to fight, and I'll just fight anyone. And he had that grit to him, like you're saying. Yeah. I pictured him in a bar. Right. I think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, just a pub crawling. Right, a beer drinking, kick yeah. your ass, I love to fight kind of guy. Yeah. Not this bubbly 1-800 fella. Yeah. Uh, it's know, hard whatever. to get storylines involved, though, because it, it's still not very discernible. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just it's that's more so a character or less a gimmick. You know what I right. mean? Right, yeah. Um, but four to six months, that's putting him right about the Royal Rumble time frame. Could he be a surprise return, Seamus? Like I said, this surgery is no joke. It's not. It's not your typical you know, time off as far as my understanding of this type of injury. So let's hope. But, man, uh, mm. I definitely would not rush this. They say this was um, experienced it, in the Money in the Bank, and it's just been uh, during the overseas tour and everything, and kind of he started figuring out something was wrong. Right. Yeah, well, that was a hell of a match he had. He was going through ladders that were set up outside and all that stuff. So um, they always say that those matches take off – Months and years on a career, so. Mm. Seamus. Proves it now. Get well, work on that. Get that. Get well and, and get a good better. character, yeah. Get yeah. a better character. Come back better. Because right now, no bueno. Yeah. No Wasn't bueno. Good. But you know what is bueno? What's that? Spanish announce table. C. C. <laughs> C. C. And we're going to come back to the Spanish announce table after a quick break on the Trending Topics Network. Wrestling fans, are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling-related merchandise? Well, look no further, because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at ShoppersHideout.com. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-R-S-H-I-D-E-O-U-T.com. ShoppersHideout.com. At ShoppersHideout.com, you can find WWE and TNA replica belts, replica masks, life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers, t-shirts, pants, action figures, buttons, pendants, bracelets, and so much more from superstars like CM Punk, Randy Orton, Triple H, The 
Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shop at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling. ShoppersHideout.com. I know you like this song. It's my favorite. It's my favorite wrestling uh, song. I'm just I'm bobbing Intro. my head right now. This or Harlem Heat are probably my top two. I just like yeah. I want to. I want to dance. I just <laughs> you want, like I said uh, a couple weeks ago. This song always made me feel like you were the coolest guy in the yeah. room. Yeah, I am the coolest guy in the room right now. Is what I feel like. Well, that's what you feel like. Is yeah. <laughs> what I feel like. Oh, uh, so. Monday night raw, raw. But we keep saying that, and it's not called that. Just yes, raw. Yes, it is. Screw them. Right. Yeah, I'm not sorry. letting them take away the joy of calling it Monday night raw. You're still me. calling it wrestling, not sports entertainment. And it's Monday night raw. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear this discussion anymore. <laughs> so what happened on Raw? We opened up with uh, Daniel Bryan versus Wade Barrett. I did find. It's interesting that they had flooded the arena with the yes towels. If you right, saw that, yeah. Didn't bring a little towel, kind of like a mm-hmm. little, what do the Steelers call it? Terrible those? towel. Like, yeah, yeah, like one of those. And they say yes. And it's right. like the hands going up. Uh, a lot of signs, though. I'm telling you if, you, put, if you put the show on mute and you just watch Daniel Bryan walk out, that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. That's Goldberg. I felt. It's just as big. Yeah. I am. Um, you know what? I'll save that for later. But. Uh, Brad Maddox, special guest referee, unbeknownst to both of them, the Maddox, mm-hmm. uh, causes a stir. Yeah, I don't, I get, there's, with this Daniel Bryan, John Cena feud, mm-hmm. or I guess you could say, there's yeah. a lot of uh, other developing storylines, but I feel like because it's SummerSlams this Sunday, all these other components really haven't been developed enough and to where it's this Brad Maddox, and he's kind of screwing over Daniel Bryan, but we really haven't got the just of why, other yeah. than he just doesn't like him, which is whatever. Well, he's, he's he's afraid of Vince, pretty much. But, yeah, and then the Vince, and then but there's a lot of components, a lot of unanswered questions, right? A yes. lot of components that just haven't been stuck together yet, and so it's it's good, it's intriguing, leaves it open, but it's also. Leaves it, it open for post SummerSlam, I think. That's yeah. So, but yeah. SummerSlam's your second biggest pay per view yeah, but of the year. You have to have a fallout from SummerSlam, and I think that's where that's going to lie. Uh, I did find it funny too. JBL kept calling him a flying goat every time he's going for it. Yeah, he loves that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Last week, in one of the highest rated WWE weeks ever, over twenty million unique viewers watched WWE programming. That was their Did you know? And I did not know. That's that, pretty good for them. Yeah, and that's yeah. a great number. <laughs> yeah, twenty million anything as far as <laughs> yeah. being positive is good for WWE. Yeah. Now we're flying through these lightning fast because again we're running a special segment at the end. We're going to do our SummerSlam picks, mm-hmm. so we got to make time. We're going to crunch this down. We had Sandow versus Orton, Cody Rhodes doing commentary. Uh, you know, Cody Rhodes. I think he's ready for main event. But Sandow is yeah. definitely uh, yeah. the, the the part in here that I yeah. find the, the most. The problem is uh, I don't think there's intriguing. enough room at the moment 
Right. And so Rhodes has to sit out for a while, but Sandow's ready. Mm-hmm. Sandow breathes a breath of fresh air yeah. into the main event, if you ask me. But he's got the new uh, Sandowized briefcase, which we'll talk about when we do our SmackDown breakdown more. But Love it. Out of that, he pulls the handcuffs, mm-hmm. and he's all like pointing at Cody like, yeah. eh, and he locks it to the ring post. Mm-hmm. Just great. Um, so Cody distracts Sandow, allowing Orton to hit the RKO for the victory. Not a big surprise there. That's generally what happens when there's a commentator when somebody's got a feud going on, right? Oh, of course. That's always the first thing they do. And we had a Shield promo. Shield promo was great. Shield promo was great. And I've got some audio, but it was just great. And I thought it was really good because, let's be honest, at least in my eyes, they were getting stale. Yeah, they were. It was, okay, they're coming out, and then they beat them up, or they come out and someone saves, and then they leave, whatever. They're getting kind of forgettable, mm-hmm. especially with the other people that were starting yeah. to come in, the, the Wyatts, things like that. But this really was like, oh, yeah, now I remember why they were so good. Yeah. It's this stuff. No, and I got some money, so we'll play it. Now, I only did, all three of them spoke, but I only got two of them. I left uh, Reigns out, even though his was his was good. His was the most impressive because of how low the expectation I had right. was. But, but the for other two storyline awesome. purposes, I just cut these parts out. Yeah. But this old guard that's running around here thinking they own the place, Rollins. they gotta go. These complacent, hollowed out icons living off their reputations, they Orton. gotta go. <laughs> it is time for a new generation to rise up. And we are the emergent leaders of that generation. Look at us! Look at us! We're younger, we're hungrier, we're just better. So stop it there because. They're starting to talk about the generational gap and the moving on of, of the almost the PG era, if you will. I mm-hmm. mean, it's I'm interested interested to see where we go from here because they're starting to address that now, and that's WWE sponsored. You go out and say this, <clears throat> excuse me, say this. So, uh, I'm I'm interested to see where we're going here. This feels very like a very new transitional time. Like we're about to start seeing some really cool things come out of wrestling. Yeah, this is this is what like what I was saying uh back at WrestleMania. This is the changing. I think next year's WrestleMania will be that first of everyone being, you know, the Shield, the Wyatts, even Ziggler's, those guys. Ziggler, yes. It's going to be the yeah. first of their moments and yeah, then after, we're going to move in. 30? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we're going to move into the you know, Cena's not the main event anymore. Right. He's just the featured, you know, and, and it's going to be. Well, Cena's getting older. He said himself later, 12 years. And a busted ass elbow and a broken yeah. neck. So, so here's the rest of that promo. Yeah. It's Dean Ambrose, and I love this guy, in as manly and non-sexually way as possible. No. As possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this guy. <laughs> Here. Take this battle royal tonight, for instance, for a shot at my U.S. championship. Who's in this battle royal? Anybody that's going to beat me? No. You know why? Because I am the unbeatable champion in this industry. CM Punk is a catchphrase. I'm the best in the world. John Cena has a trophy. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm the WWE champion because this is the championship everybody runs from. If Andre the Giant's ghost isn't in this battle royal tonight, then I ain't losing it. SummerSlam. Believe that and believe in the shield. Just awesome. That was great. And as we get... Later into uh, Raw, 
I loved both of their promos, but I kind of wish they were switched right. because of the RVD being the old guard, and now he's taking on Dean Ambrose. Yes. But I understand they speak for all three of them. Right. So it makes sense, but man, that was good. And to take a shot at CM Punk, which I know yeah. now he's a baby face, right. but heels really don't take shots yeah, at Punk. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. It's only Heyman. Yeah. And that's yeah, it. it. Or Lesnar as well. Man, but. Ambrose is great. And he, he's got a little bit of the quality of Randy Savage there where – he kind of talks like this, and then he kind of brings it mm-hmm. down in here a little bit mm-hmm. when he gets serious. Right. And then it's, it just adds an extra layer to the whole mm-hmm. thing. And just he sells everything so well. His facial expressions, the guy's money, and yeah. he's the future of the industry, if you ask me. He's my, he's my pick for one of the next big names, man. Dean Ambrose. Love the guy. So we move on there, and we have AJ and Big E versus. Don't say it. Oh, I'm going to say it. Don't. Natalia. Okay, I'm all right with her. And the great. Kali. The great botch. You know, he's killed two people. <laughs> really? Yeah, you know that. No. Right? Yeah, he killed two people with botched. How did he kill people? In India with two oh botched slumber, or were two botched uh, choke slams. He's killed what? two people. And then he's still in the WWE. He sucks. He sucks. Oh, my God. I can't believe they let that go out there. And, and he can't even walk. Why do they parade this guy out there? Is he selling merch? What is this guy there for? Okay, what he's there for, in my eyes, is as much as he sucks. And he sucks. And he sucks. He is something that you remember after you leave the show. He is an oddity. Yeah, I mean, and he out there for the meet and greets. I'm sure he's a main attraction because people are like, oh, my God, look at the size of this guy. He belongs on main that's event. That's people. Yeah, he belongs on main event and superstars. Well, and they even had Hornswoggle with them, like the New Age Oddities. I thought we were done with this, T-Mac. I thought we were done. Horn- Hornswoggle, like I always will say, has fucking ruined my life, okay? <laughs> this was a great episode of Raw until I saw that little bastard. Hornswoggle. And let me uh. clarify this. It's not that I have anything against midgets or short people or small people or whatever you want to call them. I hate Hornswoggle. He sucks. He's horrible. His character, not even the person, I'm talking about the character, yes. is god Fucking awful. Terrible. I hate him. But a big botch in this match. You know why? You have uh-huh. two of the worst <laughs> freaking wrestlers. And it wasn't even their fault, but the, it's just that osmosis, you know? Yes. They suck so bad that they make others yes. suck. A guy I knew in the military, he said he's got a combined thing. He says, when you got stupid people together, like if you got really smart people, it doesn't work the same. He goes, but when you got really stupid people, like their stupidity just compounds on each other until you just and get this affects- monstrous, stupid asshole. Right. It's just, and ugh. it affects good wrestlers like Big E. Big E's a good wrestler. Yeah. And it affected him. He looked like a jackass getting chopped in the head by great Collie. What did this serve? You have know. you have AJ and Big E going into a SummerSlam match with possibly the third best wrestler on the roster in, in Dolph Ziggler and, let's be honest, the second best diva in Caitlyn, and they lose, and the last thing you see of them is holding their heads and retard Great Collie's bumbling around and little Hornswoggle's Moving his little feet, and Natalia's going, what the hell am I doing? Got to make the best of this oh because they won't God. give me anything else. That sucked. That was the worst That was the worst segment that that has been on since we've been on air. Yeah. That was the worst oh, segment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was TNA bad. Yeah, that was TNA bad. And just the botch, I mean, so, like, it, like Natty thought it was over. AJ tapped. The ref turns around and goes, nowhere. And then he comes back, and they just do the spot again. Like, I thought Natty at least could have said, let's improvise and do a different ending. You know what I mean? Like, But, but because 
But because there's stupid people around and crappy wrestlers, they just go, I don't know what the hell to do. I'm out of here. Let's just get out of here. Terrible. Well, we need to get out of here. we got to take another break. I wish they would have went through the Spanish announce table. All of them. Except well, for Natty and AJ and Well, Big Dolph e. and Caitlin come out and make that a, uh, there's a match at SummerSlam. Yeah? Well, that's what we learned from SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. That happens on SmackDown. Right, right? Yeah. But they come out. they come out, out and, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Right. It's, why? I hate you. Yeah, that was a waste Hornswoggle, Kali. Hornswoggle and Kali just need to go away. I don't want them on my TV anymore. Fire them. Uh, well, let's take a break. go to TNA. Let's yeah. take a break and let you calm down and. Take a Xanax or something here because you're getting angry. But we'll come back. Spanish announce table on the Training Topics Network right after this. 1025 The Fan, the biggest name in KC Sports Radio, Jim Rome. Give it a shot. You want something radical? Try that. Jim Rome is Sports Radio. Weekdays 11 till 2 on FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Man, he was a polished up turd, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was just uh, just like electricity, though. I mean, that oh, guy okay. came out, that, shot out of the gates, man. Oh, just, yeah, this song was awesome. His, that's, that's what roids will do for Yeah, you. his entrance, yeah, cocaine and roids. You get Ultimate Warrior from Parts Unknown. <laughs> so we're talking raw when we last left you. And I'm calm now because yeah. we've moved past the worst segment. Just don't even say it. Just you're going to get yeah, angry again. I will. We're better. So Vince McMahon and Brad Maddox are in the ring, and McMahon's giving Maddox a little rundown, kind of saying, you know, that was a fast count from earlier, and blah, blah, blah. And then says, you know, uh, but we do need a guest referee for this match. And, you know, I mean, like, why should I believe you, yada, yada. Starts to name Maddox the special guest referee when the Triple H music hits. And I love it because Vince, when Vince likes a guy, and obviously he likes Triple H, he he really works with the guy. Oh yeah, and it was so great. The little subtleties. One thing that that I caught is as Triple H is walking out, Vince has the mic kind of around his his sternum, and you can hear him say, "You know, he's never been the same since he cut his hair." <laughs> and I just so love that. That's just the little things that it's uh, like. It's I great. didn't catch that, and you told me that, and I wish I would have. I'm gonna go right. back on the DVR. And then after and the that. and then after the. Uh, the pedigree, you know, Vince throws the microphone down in, in a tantrum, you know, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stomps off. Like, he doesn't even care that Brad got hurt. Yeah, no, you know, he doesn't care about whatever. Brad. He just throws the yeah. mic down. And he's just so pissed because it's like, you know, he didn't get his way like a little child. And I just love that when he acts like, like a little kid, like a brat, he's awesome. For as bad as McMahon was starting out when he was trying to get in these storylines, he's really come a long way. Oh, he God, really yeah, do he's well. great. Yeah, he's great now. Yeah. No, so Triple H basically names himself as the guest referee and pedigrees Maddox, and we move on to Kane versus Titus O'Neil. Good for uh, Titus O'Neil to get on TV, yeah, you know? Yeah, Good for him to get some exposure. Uh, it was okay. This was really good because it showed that Kane wasn't just a baffling idiot as far as the Wyatts are concerned. Like, he can outsmart him every so often because they came out and they were going to attack him, but then he was already up in, on the stage. Like, okay, cool. At least you're not 
always getting attacked and always the victim. Yeah, I thought that was a neat thing. They were like, oh, holy crap. Right, and it was quick enough. It was quick enough and simple and easy enough to where it's, hey, remember this is what's going on at SummerSlam and everyone's safe, no one's hurt, and it makes Kane look good and still makes the Wyatts look like those, you know, villains that lurk in the shadows. You know what I mean? So it was good. I'm looking forward to that match. But we had ADR and Kofi. And, uh, I mean, no real storyline behind any of this match. Just a match. Good match. Yeah, Much was, close calls. Mm-hmm. ADR gets the win. Cross arm breaker. Nothing really to say in there. Uh, Christian in the back. He gets interviewed. Nothing really to say there either. Well, the Christian thing was, you know, this is my last shot. This yeah. is it. This, And I'm sorry. Christian is great. I really do like Christian. I think his character's always been solid. You know, he puts on good matches. Obviously, that match he had with Orton is one of my favorite SummerSlam matches uh, a couple years ago. But... It just falls flat on the one more match. You know who gets those? It's the Shawn Michaels. It's the Ric yeah, Flairs. Yeah. It's the Undertakers. Yeah. It's the Triple H's. Christian, you're not there yet. Yeah. So or the that one he more ever will get there. Yeah. Now. So the one more match thing, I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we have the Real Americans taking on the Usos, and uh, God damn, Zeb Coulter is great. Yeah, he's he awesome. Is. He is. So he cuts a, a proximity promo on San Francisco. It says his California dream is that a big earthquake hits and California drifts off to sea. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, just great. I mean, the here's guy's the great. thing with him though. He's saying so many things, especially in our part of the you know country, right? Where we're from, Kansas City. Yeah, you actually hear that. So I feel like yeah. if he keeps cutting these anti-immigration or oh, yeah. you know, all that, he's oh, going to start to turn into a, 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 a baby face. There is a large contingency of wrestling fans that agree with everything he says. Exactly. There's so it's hard It's hard for him to always get booed. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you he's going to be a fan favorite next time Raw walks into Kansas City, and they probably won't have him to go out and cut that promo. Right. Though, yeah, they're yeah. smarter. Right, that. yeah. Um, Cesaro was wearing the Don't Tread on Me flag like a cape. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Cesaro's great. Yeah. And the Usos get the victory by a roll-up. It was a cool finish. I like the the super kick through uh, one of the Usos' yes, legs yeah, to yeah. get him. And then oh, this. they put on a good match. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good finish. Yeah. No, so that was a good one. Now, and they made mention in the thing that the, the team that wins that, because it was in the rubber match, might be positioning themselves in good thing for a title shot. So expect maybe another Usos' shield. Well, that's assuming the shield. Jets pass, who we talk about later. Yeah. So then we move on to Miz TV, and this was one of the. I mean, this oh, this is one of the highlights of the night, the highlight of the night probably. Daniel Bryan and Cena showdown. On it was Miz great. TV. It was great. We, we talked about this off air. You know, when Cena gets pushed in that corner, where it's, hey, I'm picking on you, I'm picking on you, Cena. You know, your PG, your your fruity pebbles. You you know, you're, he's got an answer. Yeah, he goes, all right, you want to come at me. Here it is. I'm coming right back at you. I am about this company, the next surgery. And usually when he does that, he gets the win as far as a verbal sparring match, you know? Yeah, well, because Be- it's real. You can tell that's really what he believes. And like what he did on Monday night, he pulls the, I do this for the kids, like the kids sitting in the front row and they show him. And he's like, and the dad that pulls me aside and says, you give my son hope. And it's hard. It's so hard to like. Boo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, I hate but, you, Cena. <laughs> but Daniel Bryan, in the best comeback I think possible for that, gave, gave him the you know Japan yes. really slap, but you don't get this because you're not Gosh, a wrestler. I, we didn't cut any of this auto, audio because we just if, if you start playing some of it, you got to play it all. Right. And it would be like 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. But the back and forth between them was epic. And it really felt like, I was telling you this too, it felt like an old school Raw. I mean, mm-hmm. the crowd... Loud murmur the whole time. Everybody's talking about what's going on. 
they're up, they're down, they're booing, they're, they're screaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, one guy was screaming a lot, like, I mean, just over everything. I mean, it was just and, – and signs everywhere, and you could feel the tension. Right. Like, those guys sold that it really well. It started out as, hey, let's just do a promo, boom, boom, and then little jab here, little jab there, little jab here. And what I thought really made it great was Miz, who I believe – I don't know if this is true, but it seemed like he didn't know what was going to be said. Mm-hmm. So his reaction was just as genuine as, you know, mine was or yours yeah, was. Because, yeah. like, when uh, when Daniel Bryan said, I'm going to smack you, but you don't deserve it. And yeah. then Miz was like, you know, because he goes, because you're not a real wrestler. Yeah. Miz, is, Miz was like, oh, God, oh, wow. like you said this yeah. to Cena. Like, you could tell that's what the guys in the back yeah. were thinking. I do go along. I kind of feel on the side of Cena here, though, and I hate Cena, you know, the character. Mm. But, like, when he says, like, hey, I've been wrestling around the world. It was cool for him to say that, too. Yeah, because, look, the whole thing is, like, even in the back of the days of the whole independent promotions and NWA, the New York style, that WWE area, was still very cartoony. It's always Mm -hmm. been that way. That's Mm -hmm. been one aspect of professional wrestling is the more circus side of it. And then there's the other one that's been the more acrobatic side of it. Mm. That doesn't necessarily make one more right. You're right. just having to be a fan more of the acrobatic, the actual wrestling art of it, whereas they were always a fan of the more showmanship type of it. And you, you know where you are. You're in WWE. Like, yeah. this is what you aspired to get to. You're here now, and you're angry that this is the way that you knew it was coming in here. Yeah. I think the point that Daniel Bryan tries to make is he says, Daniel Bryan, that is, that I'm a wrestler. It doesn't matter who I'm wrestling for. Right. I'm a wrestler. You only want to wrestle for this company. If you yeah. were in TNA, if you were in Ring of Honor, you probably would have quit. And right. I think that's the point he's trying to say when he says, you're not a wrestler. Right. No, I get it. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be- because John Cena is accurate in saying, I didn't want to be in TNA. I didn't yeah, want yeah. to be in Ring of Honor. This is the only spot I wanted to be this in. This is his lifelong dream. Th- yeah, this goal right here. Yes. And Daniel Bryan, I think, is trying to make the point of, you know, you couldn't do this anywhere else because you don't have a passion for it for anyone else but right. here. And that's really cool because I don't think we've ever got that. Yeah. Usually when it's like you can't wrestle, they attack the Brock Lesnar who's yeah. doing it because he's a big guy and the, into it. You know what I mean? The, like, yeah. He's popular. No, the thing really intriguing is that you can agree with both guys. Yeah, you and I do. You see both guys' points. And I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're both right. Mm-hmm. And they're both very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I and thought it – and, and I really thought it was great when – when Cena was like, you know, I've wrestled the, the greats like Rock and Punk and Orton, and you're not in it. Yeah, and, like, I can't put you in that list. And that's so and accurate. Can't. Yeah. You can't right now. Right, yeah. He, he no. has to be the WWE champion at least. But this is why they need to give twice. him that title. And now. I think he will. Yeah. yeah. So let's just, oh, man, more about We can talk about that for hours. Yeah. Fandango and R-Truth had a, what was supposed to be a match, turned into a dance-off. And it Fandango was just was, comical. Uh, hey, hey, yeah. there we are. Hey, at least you got to see Summer Rae. Yeah. yeah. After that, they had the 20-man battle royal to name the number one contender to Dean Ambrose's United States title at the SummerSlam kickoff. Yeah. and Is that well, free, the SummerSlam kickoff? Yeah, I think it's on YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, me too. And I'll yeah. get into this when we talk about SummerSlam. Uh, it's very. It should be a very good match. It'll help Dean Ambrose so much to be in the ring with RVD. Yes. It'll help Dean Ambrose to kind of get acclimated to that new style, the new WWE. You know, I hadn't so. seen a battle royal match in a while. I always love right. Them. Yeah, yeah. Those so are Mark good. Henry, Ryback, Titus, Darren, RVD, Sweet Tea and Brodus, Three uh, MB, Kali, Jimmy and Jey Uso, the Real Americans, Justin Gabriel, Kofi Kingston, Wade Barrett, R Truth, Fondango. It's pretty. 
That's the who's who of the mid card. Except for that one name. Think about it. Dolph? No. Think no, about no. that one guy that's in there that I really hate. We already talked about Warren it. Hornswoggle? Well, the other one. Kali. Kali. He was in there. I know. It yeah. was a who's who except oh, for yeah. that asshole. Well, you know? screw him. <laughs> uh, and But of the Battle Royal, the one I really liked is Ryback. Like I said, you know, my final take a couple yes. weeks ago, Ryback and that bully. Man, he was throwing guys oh, out yeah. stupid, hitting his head. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. so good, you know. Yeah. Ryback's great, man. Yeah, and, but he couldn't have won because it wouldn't have made sense for heel no, versus heel no, no, with no, nothing no. going on. So RVD. RVD was the most logical choice in my mind. You could have went Henry. Yeah, but, but then, it's going to be a great match. But and then, that's what they want for kickoff. Right, And but then Henry – uh, you know, says, "Hey, you got me." And then Shield comes out, right. and then we get the unveiling of the Big Show. Right. So at least Henry does get a match. So yes. it's pretty good. To yes. See. So and Big Henry Show looked Big, great. Henry Big Show versus the Shield for the tag titles. Because in that promo, mm-hmm. the part that we cut out was Roman Reigns saying, Anyone. "Is there anybody big enough, man enough to right. come try to take these titles from us?" Well, here's the two biggest manest men we've got. Right. Yeah. The only thing that I thought was weird. And this is just a marketing gimmick thing. Is Big Show should have came out in his own shirt or something? He came out in like a, a collared shirt. Yeah, was it tucked too? Uh, just, yeah, yeah it was, it was a shirt yeah, tucked. Yeah, in it was. I was like, man, did you just get done with the meeting. Yeah, like you know? what? Oh, no, I just can't. I came off the golf course. Right. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm back. Oh man, gotta go shoot my uh, 18 holes after this. But they end with what is supposed to be CM Punk versus Paul Heyman. And the good thing is, is they didn't insult us by acting as if it was going to be a real match. Right. He, he goes right in there and goes, ha-ha, it was a trick. Yeah. You know it. I know it. Here's the trick. Brock Lesnar came up with it. It was going to be great. And that's even cool because then Brock Lesnar looks stupid. Yeah, Because yeah. it didn't work out. Because right. the punk hit him with the stuff. And Brock legitimately looked hurt, I thought. Yeah, that was a good segment to 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 have punk look bad or look good. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to say badass. But um, the whole thing is... Typical WWE fashion tells me, and I don't want to believe this, that he'll lose because he looked good right. at the last. Yeah, huh? yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know, but they've been having Lesnar job a lot. Yeah, and he needs Cena. to win some of these. Well, has he won one of the big ones coming? He beat Triple H. Yeah, beat Triple H. Whatever. Uh, uh, we'll but get it, into that later. Yeah, it was good. Um, I love the part when Punk lays his eyes on Heyman, and Heyman realizes that Lesnar's out. Yes. Curtis Axel at the time isn't in there. And oh, my God. Heyman. Oh, my God. He's the best. And it was overacting, but it fit because it's who Heyman can oh, be. Oh, yeah, it's so Heyman. It was perfect. Oh, he's just great, and he sold that really well. Yep. And Punk looks, I mean, money is always. Yeah. Oh, shaping up to be an impressive SummerSlam. And we'll get into it more because we're going to do SummerSlam picks. So mm-hmm. let me talk about that now. But we got to take another quick break. Come back and talk some SmackDown, which I think was a good show too. Very good. SmackDown. We'll do that when we come back to the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big name interviews. Experts in the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bang, right on the jaw. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025, The Fan.
chance is what you have when you go through the Spanish announce table. You know what I like about that song? Is that's the same group that did the DX song. Yeah. So we're anti the government and we're also pro pro corporations. Pro, you know what I, mean? so I thought that was funny, but is it, both yeah. of them are really good. This one's it's just a great song. Yeah, one of the best. No chance. Yeah. So SmackDown. You know what? I'll say this before we get into it. Usually I call this Diet Raw. Diet Raw. And it's always just, you know, rehash of whatever Raw storylines or even segments are. Yeah. But this one was actually a good one. Wasn't bad. Starts off with Orton versus RVD. Mm-hmm. Good match. But the commentators were talking up Orton a lot. So I think this was to sell. They're still building him as, hey, here's this beast of a man. He's got the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's he's nine-time champion, soon to be ten champion. They said that about a thousand times in the match. Yep. So uh, I think that was the whole goal of that. And it was a good fan-favorite match, RVD, Orton, just to start off the show, because you usually don't expect that good of a match mm-hmm, to start off, so mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. They had uh, Caitlin and Dolph and AJ and Big E. That was we, a Miz TV segment. Yeah, it was yeah. Miz TV, and then we kind of already talked about that, how the match is made. Miz kind of makes it because he's the yes, host. Yeah. I, wonder what's, I wonder what's wrong with him, because he has... He hasn't been wrestling a lot. He's just yeah. been the... Is he hurt? Yeah. yeah, I think he's hurt or maybe something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyhow. We had a uh, Fandango Kofi. Not a replay of the Raw, Diet Raw, but a rematch. Yeah. Um, good match. And Fandango went over on this one. And, you know, he's he's one of those guys who needs something. I I, I was saying... Are they going to throw in something for them in SummerSlam, you think? You know, I could see, I could see just a segment where he comes out... And does his dance and says his name and that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe he does a dance off with our truth. Hey, his finisher, mm-hmm. top rope, leg drop. You know what? I go back to, every time I see a leg drop. I always think about Hulk Hogan and him saying, "You know what? That was the worst, worst move for yeah. me to pick." And this guy's doing it from the top rope, right? He so, can't do that. Yeah, there has to be something eventually. He's stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> can't yeah. keep doing that, or else he's going to be worse than. He's going to be five four by the time uh-huh. he's done wrestling. Yeah. But Diet Raw, they do replay the Punk Axel match a little bit. Not mm. all of it, but kind of like most of it. They caught it early on and yeah. then finished it. So they've been doing that kind of somewhat frequently now, huh? Mm. Replaying actual full matches. Yeah. And then we had Barrett versus Brian. Well, that was good because it came from Raw because Brian shaved mm-hmm. his uh, beard. And it made sense. My thing, and I was going to say this about Raw too, if you have Daniel Bryan, who's going to be in the main event of his biggest match, in his entire career, stop putting them on matches. Yeah. I mean... Leave me something to anticipate for. Well, but they're trying to build him as, like, this guy. Right, but he could get hurt. He could get hurt. And now what do you do? Um, so, well, you already got one hurt. Right. You so, got Cena hurt. Yeah, you and then, yeah, you don't want him. So I just find it fascinating that they keep using him in matches on Raw and on SmackDown. He stomped on the Clippers. I that was good. Yeah, that was pretty Shattered good. Shattered uh-huh. Yep, pretty good. Uh, Damien Sandow introduces his new Sandowized briefcase. Like like we were saying, he's definitely the uh, the star in this storyline. It's it, the little things like this briefcase that makes him obviously the the guy. Not not the John Cena guy, but he's gonna be oh he's the great. top guy. Oh, he, yeah. he might take over the the Del Rio role. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, but he can always use that being smart. He might not play it up as much with the robe and the. Mm-hmm. But he can always be that guy who's smarter than you. Oh, yeah, he put him in a heel. three-piece suit. Yeah, oh, he's, and then he's the same thing. Yeah, It exactly. does kind of look like chocolate, the briefcase does. 
I like it. I think JBL said that. Right. Who who doesn't like chocolate? I like chocolate. There you go. But it, it's yeah, it's a leather case. I actually think it looks better than the than the uh, yeah. Orton case. Yeah. It makes absolutely. it look more prestigious. Like man, yeah. that's a real leather case. Yeah, it's a leather briefcase. You know, Orton's looks like something yeah. you get at McDonald's. Put his weed in there. <laughs> um, oh, that's Orton. Yeah, uh, yeah. He said we, wrong guy. We have Kane versus Three MB. Like facing Three MB, all three of them. Well, he's a monster, so I get that. So but, now, wait a minute, though. The Shield have such strength in numbers that they always overpower anybody when they have all three of them there. But Kane tosses 3MB around like it, like it's just like they're ragdolls. They're just throwing them around the ring. Yeah, and you mentioned how you want a storyline for 3MB. They desperately need it because now they're the Brooklyn Brawler. I'm telling you, make them a face team. Turn Heath Slater on them right when they're at the pop of their out in the crowd, air guitaring. Then Heath Slater actually has a legitimate uh, – Maybe an intercontinental title run in him with, as a heel. I yeah. Think. He sold so well, too, to Kane. I think Heath Slater's ready. And the guy draws heat. Yeah. You have him as a, oh, man, he's a heat. You man. just want to punch him in the face. Don't like that guy. I don't. He's got no soul. He's a ginger. No, I'm just, True. No, <laughs> that's, that's fact. No, it's fact. It's fact. But Go we ahead. have some audio of the Wyatt promo afterwards. Yeah? You know I always like the Wyatt. I don't have the audio. What? I don't have the audio. What? I don't have the audio. Damn it! Oh, man. He tells him that your fire cannot hurt me because it knows that it can't hurt me. Right. He's so good. Let's him in on a secret and says that he's already dead. Now, what do you take of this? Are they going to play him that he's actually dead or that's like a euphemism for something for his cult life? Yeah, yeah. He's already. Yeah, I think it's that. Yes, that's what I think, play into the old school early undertaker yeah, days yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i think it's just a euphemism as yes he's you know dead inside and i'm creeping yeah, man. I'm dead cold. from the corporate mentality right. dead oh, from the man. what they've all the hey, lies man. they've told you right. hey, hey man, man. Yeah. i love it i wanted I to hear not, that how do i not have that audio damn it i um gosh i can probably find that audio but you know what Following that, which was a very good promo, and it put over the Wyatt family even more because Bray Wyatt can cut a promo with the best of them as this character. We had Brock Lesnar. Now, do we got that audio? Oh, oh we have that audio. Because, you know, yes, was it taped? Yes, was it edited? Yes. All that is true. So was it a true promo out in the ring, CM Punk style, Bray Wyatt style, all that? No. But this one was really good because, one – it showed that Brock Lesnar is in this feud for a reason. It's not just because it's Heyman versus Punk. There is some legitimate beef that Lesnar has with Punk, and it was very cool to finally get him to talk about it and say, you know what, I don't like you because of this, I don't like you because of that. The only reason you were here was because of Heyman, you know, because I let him All stay right. around. Go ahead. You got it? What do you want first? I got Wyatt's and I got Lesnar. Let's go back to Wyatt's. We'll go back you to Wyatt's. go back to, to yeah, Wyatt's? Yeah, let's hear the Wyatt's. All right. You ready hear for this? the Wyatt's. Yep. I'm just going to have to dry roll it. Let's do it. Fire. Fire. <laughs> now that, Kane, that sounds like the type of fight that's meant to cater to a man who fancies himself the devil's favorite demon. And I like that. I like that, Kane. I like your style, yeah. But... 
I think there's been some type of interruption here. Uh, we're a little bit disconnected. I don't think you've quite grasped your mind around the concept of what's really, truly going on here. Do you really think that a simple fire could control the souls of my brothers? We are everywhere, Cain. And sooner or later, that fire, that fire that you call your own, it will raise up around you, and the tables will be turned. And it will be you who is locked inside with a monster. Your fire fears me, Cain. It's afraid of me because it's smart enough to understand that it itself can never, ever, ever, ever hurt me. You want to hear a secret, Cain? I am already dead. I'm already dead. <laughs> He legitimately scares me. Yeah. <laughs> that, He's great. I mean, if you were to get that on a voicemail, <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would call the yeah. cops. I yeah. would go into witness protection. This, that this literally, insane cult leader is following me. That literally scared me. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, it's he is great. great. He is awesome. And the good thing about that, I believe then Kane finished with his own, you know, put the hands up, throw them down, fire. And that's good because it was a it was a you know defiant oh you you got me no way I'm you know it was a good defiance on Kane's part not to just look like a scared little you know oh my God they're gonna come after me it, he said no I'm a monster too here's my fire and it was little but I like that that was a good end to that segment but man I, Bray I wanna, Wyatt I want to purchase SummerSlam just for that match and I think I'm gonna be working here at the radio station so I'm not gonna purchase it unless I watch it later maybe I'll purchase it and mm-hmm. DVR it but. Yeah. Man, oh man, maybe I'll just stream it here while I'm, while I'm working. But hey. oh, oh, I'm I'm so looking forward to Bray Wyatt. And and I've watched him in NXT when he was Bray Wyatt character, not the right. Husky Harris Husky when he's Harris. Bray Bray Husky Wyatt. Harris. And man, he can wrestle. Yeah, he can. He had a great match in NXT with Chris Jericho, which Chris Jericho can make a mop look great. Right. But in this match, you got to see Bray Wyatt really show off his skills and if he can do that with Kane which I think he can cuz Kane's another guy who's very underrated as a wrestler but can get a good match out of anyone this is going to be this is th- we'll get into that but it's going to be a great one I think well let's get into the Lesnar promo yeah. this is just a promo they ran on SmackDown before they ran it on Raw mm-hmm. and it's just a back like a pre-taped promo of Brock Lesnar you ready for this one of course A lot of people see this match between me and CM Punk at SummerSlam as a personal issue between Punk and Paul Heyman, with me just being there as Paul's muscle. But let me make it clear, it is personal between me and Punk. I've never liked Punk. He walks around here calling himself the best in the world. Look at him, and look at me. I look at him and see a joke. The only reason I let him exist all this time is out of respect for Paul. The corporate idiots are calling this match at SummerSlam the best versus the beast. You listen to me. The beast is the best. And you're looking at him. 
Punk thinks just because he tapes his hands and has a bunch of tattoos and takes MMA classes for I beginners love at his local gym yeah. that he's a tough guy. Well, he's not. People have asked me if there's any professional jealousy between me and Punk. This is great. What do I have to be jealous of? Was Punk an NCAA Division I heavyweight champ? No. Was Punk a UFC heavyweight champion? There is no jealousy in Brock Lesnar. And as far as him being WWE champion, I was the undisputed WWE champion back when CM Punk was wrestling for 100 people in high school gyms. Now I'll give him credit where it's due. Holding the WWE title for 434 days nonstop is impressive, especially for a guy like him. But CM Punk has never faced anybody in his entire life like me. Me. Because there is nobody like me. 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 Size does matter. At SummerSlam, CM Punk is going to learn what it means to truly be victimized by Brock Lesnar. Wow. Okay, and this is just my side note uh, for people who aren't familiar with MMA. CM Punk trains with Henna Gracie, and Henna Gracie is one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners right. in the world, and he actually does a lot of classes with the Gracies, and so it was a great jab that he does the beginner MMA class, Yeah, but man, he can he can really go. Oh, I'm sure he can, yeah. But anyhow, I just wanted to make... Because, you know, MMA and all that stuff. I just wanted to make that note. But that was a very good promo from Lesnar. Uh, yeah, it really set a tone for their match, too. You're going to get victimized. Just... Which, I mean, he's a bully, of course. And Punk ain't big. He ain't the rock. You know, it's <sighs> but, believable. But we got to get going. They finished up SmackDown. Uh, Christian versus ADR. SummerSlam match. Christian versus ADR. Non-title. But uh, Christian goes over in the end. Which, as we think, you know, that means ADR goes over at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam, but I mean, I guess maybe they just didn't have anything else to do for SmackDown. Why did they give us this match already? I don't know. It it seems weird, but I think the ADR thing, honestly, it's stale. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Championship run. Give yeah. it back to Dolph, please. Yeah, but they're not going to give it to Dolph. Yeah, because they'll get a concussion again. Probably be too good. Yeah. He's going to be too good with it. But, hey, we got to go take a break, man. We're going to come back for hour two of the Spanish Announce Table. Going to talk about some uh, TNA. Yeah? Yeah. Your favorite. August 1. August 1. Hey, man. Get your head in the game. What's wrong with you? It's August 13th. You all right over there? August 1 warning. August 1 warning. All right, we're going to come back. Spanish Announce Table, Trending Topics Network. The microphone phantom. Teams hit the floor. It's the new fight joint. When you get up, get up to date. Tiki Barber, Brandon Tierney, and Dana Jacobson. Dayton Moore, GM of the Kansas City Royals. This could be the Royals team that brings you back, I think. We feel like we're much improved, but uh, the division's much improved as well. It'll be an exciting year. Mornings 5 till 8, FM Sports Radio, 1025 The Fan. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my God! news and rumors 
Spanish Announce Table. Run into that today? No, I'm going to do that after the show. I woke up, and you're going to run after the show? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like midnight. You know what? I always work out late. I've always been that I late. like a good midnight run. I Well, even if I lift, which if those who know me know I don't do it much, but even when I lift or you know do a real workout, it's always late. I don't know why. Yeah. Midnight to 1 a.m. is when I want to work out. I got up and ran this morning. Good for you. Yeah. Did you run to that song? No. Should. No. Didn't Try have it. any music. Just ran. Wow. Well, I had the wife and, and the two dogs. You guys all ran together? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. We're going to try to do it again tomorrow morning. You know, thinking about running without music, because I need it. I have to be thinking of something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle. There's a story about him when he was uh, at TNA, when he first was on the scene, you know, doing the Samoa Joe Angle and all that, and they were at a local gym, and Jeremy Borash uh, noticed him running, and he's like, Kurt, you don't have any headphones or anything? He's like, no, I don't do that. And then he looked down at the time that Kurt, he was running for an hour and a half. Jeez. Just on the treadmill. Just I mean, he wasn't like sprinting, but just going. And I was like- No music. No music, no nothing. Just focused on the task. That shows you the dedication of Kurt Angle. It Kurt just Angle, made man. me impressed A machine. Him. Yeah. TNA. Mm-hmm. Impact. Bully Ray must win or he never gets a title shot again. Here's the thing that I'm tired of TNA about, and I'm so sorry. I I, I genuinely enjoy their wrestling. I I feel like for the listeners of this show, they just feel like, you know, T-Mac just shits on them all the time, which I do, but I do enjoy their in-ring product. However, it seems as if Bischoff or Hogan or whoever it is that's calling these shots has 15 storylines in a hat, and they just pick them out. Yeah. Hey, we uh, we had this one. Let's put it in a hat see they, if it comes up again. They're repetitive. Yeah. Very much. Because uh, th- isn't this the same thing that Sting? Yeah. Um, Brooke got involved in that whole segment. Brooks mm-hmm. pulled out another good, decent promo. You said, are you going to get another good promo out of Brooke? She gave us another good one on that. That is true. I uh, stand corrected. Insulting his size mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. But they move on. Uh, they were heavy on the Taz storyline uh, this week. Uh, they opened it. Tanae's in the back being held against his will by aces and eights. Taz gives him the boot and gives him the night off and then takes over. Are they going to uh, – what are they doing here? Is Tanae maybe going to retire, man? Is, is JB going to have a permanent spot? What's going on here? In my yeah. opinion, in my opinion, Jeremy Boras should be the main guy. Today, yes. I don't think has ever been strong enough to be the lead guy. He's just he's bland. He's he's the wrestling nerd. He's not the lead guy. For as much crap as even Tony Schiavone gets, at least he was a viable lead analyst or not analyst. Uh, you know, play by play guy. Yeah. Today just seems like a bunch of facts, and it's not he genuine. Sucks. Yeah, he's very bad. No one cares about him. And so I think, yeah, I think Jeremy Borash would be a definite upgrade uh, if you're going to keep Taz because you got to protect Taz because, you know, he always stumbles over his words. Uh, But I don't know what they're doing with this. I think it's just a clever way to rotate these guys in and out for some vacation time. The only thing I could think as far as, like, where this leads to is, God, I hope not, but hopefully they don't do something like with, you know, what King and Cole did and they have a match and it's Taz and Tanae. 
Oh, God, nobody wants to see Tanae in the ring. I'm nobody wants saying, to see him sitting around the ring. Right, but no one wanted to see Cole, and we got that. Maybe, And we know that TNA loves to copy Cole at least WWE. Was, was on fire at that point, moment, right. moment as a heel. Right, well, you know. Tanae is worthless. I know, but I'm just saying they copy <sighs> WWE. Could happen. I hope it doesn't, but it could happen. We had Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy. Good match, but the finish poorly executed. And that's the second week in a row where we've got really – high-level wrestlers, and that end just doesn't work. As we saw last week when we had uh, Austin Aries and AJ Styles and the botch, you know, hand goes over the chest, we got another botch uh, with Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy, and these guys are way too good to have that happen to them. Yeah. Anderson versus Magnus. Interesting finish to this one. Robert Roode comes out, hits uh, Anderson with the chair, and pats Magnus on the back. Getting Magnus DQ'd, costing him 10 points that were already on the board. Mm-hmm. Ah, smart. Yeah. Smart guy, Robert Roode, saying he's going back to his sinister ways. And more to follow as Impact goes on. But he even says that in a backstage segment that there's more to come tonight. You know what I mean? He says he's changing the game. I'm liking the Robert Roode character. I'm telling you, the guys that need to be featured, because of how poor the writing is, the guys that need to be featured, I feel like, in every segment, at least seen in the backstage, Robert Roode, Austin Aries, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. Just ha- Even if they're just walking by whoever's talking, if it's manic talking, have one of those guys walk behind them, you know, backstage. It's just those guys, they need to just get behind. I'm so tired of, you know, I'm tired of Hogan. I'm tired of Brooke Hogan. I'm tired of... Get them out, staying. Um, get them out. Yeah, I agree with you because their their good talent now is starting to become old. Right, Robert Roode isn't. To, you know, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, he's no spring chicken. Right, right. Yeah. now he's starting to get old. And now you don't have anything. You so. know who else needs to get out? Tito Ortiz. Jesus, teats as I like to call him now. I hate this. So I, here's, here's, you know, the only thing <laughs> here. Okay. Hornswoggle is the worst thing in my mind. Right. Hornswoggle and Ruining Kali, your life. Right. Ruining my life. But this storyline is a oh. close here's, second. Here's how bad Teats is. All right. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Yep. What are you doing here at Impact Wrestling? Well, let me tell you, JB. I don't I know. I know you have a lot of questions. <laughs> I know the million of fans that are watching. The million of fans. tonight have lots of questions. Huh. I don't have too many answers. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why? I don't have. Now, I didn't like just abruptly cut that off for for our purposes. That's kind of where he ended with that. He yeah. didn't say much else. He basically said, "I don't have an answer for you." And you know why? Because he wasn't given the answers from creative. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't there. even know what he's doing. He's just getting ready for November second. I'm just being teats. Be- yeah, <laughs> he's just getting ready for November second to fight Rampage. He's just getting extra money because he's a popular guy. But this is and horrible. He's not even that, though. I mean, like, I, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. But in the to in the, the wrestling va- fans, we don't care. You're right. MMA fans, and there is a cross mixture, right? Of those. Yeah. So some do care, and it might get, I guess, some of the MMA people to at least be like, "What's going on over there?" Right. Yeah. They might get, ask you. Yeah, they'll get a clip. You, you know, know what I mean? Maybe they'll, they'll you can show them, but this isn't going to draw them into TNA because they see they're going to be like, "This sucks." And it, it does. Ortiz sucks. And it does. And if you want the insight from the MMA fan, that's exactly what they say. Because all this is is, I don't know what I'm doing here. Angle goes, 
hey, I respect you. I respect you. Don't get my way. Yeah. I won't. Well, and then Bully came out and tried to save it. Yeah, and Bully was like, I don't like either of you. I'm done. I'm done I did here. like he was like a double take you or double egg. Yeah, you. yeah, I'll double egg you He's in like, a I've second. I've been beating you for 10 years, so that's yeah. nothing new. Right. Bully needs to be in WWE, man. This Bully, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And there's some guys that they could take. You know, we talked about Triple H a couple uh, weeks ago saying that there's no, yeah, no. one. Mm-hmm. No, nah, there's a couple. No, I'd take Rude. Definitely. I take Rude, AJ, Aries. and Bully. And, and you yeah. want to take Aries? Uh, well, I don't know if you can do much with AJ though. He can't tell the story as well as. Oh, uh, he can put on any match. He could be that. Yeah, Shelton, but they've got that. He could be that Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, you know, big but, spot. But guy. they've got that. You got to come in and build him to that in WWE. You can't just show up on WWE and be like, "All right, I'm ready to start putting people over because I can put on those great matches." Yeah. You know, he's not. He's not. I don't think he'll ever wind up there. He'll be. Oh the sting. no, he won't. He'll he never true to, be there. True to character, he's yeah. Sting. Yeah, he'll, he'll be Sting. Yeah. Well, then we get Bromans and Mickey James versus Gunner Storm and ODB. Uh, surprisingly good match. I like the ending where, uh, who was it? One of the girls, Ogale Kim's beating up uh, ODB, and they run her out, mm-hmm. and they and they get her, and they've got, and they're protecting ODB, and Mickey James sneaks in and slams her on her face, and then runs out of there. Mickey, I thought that was that was good. Mickey James. The only thing that I feel like TNA has over. Uh, yes. WWE is there divas awesome, or women's yes. and Mickey James I think is the best diva the bromans what do you want to call them is it divas they're or? knockouts knockouts knockout the, she's the best female wrestler in in pro the wrestling bromans is another people I would take for the WWE tag team division mm-hmm. they're great in this trying to be what they're trying to portray they're what Zack Ryder should be right and this I just I loved this part of a backstage segment with him I'm already a star that's why I wear sunglasses. That was so funny when he was like, I'm already a star. That's why I wear sunglasses. They're just they're just so great that they're so corny that they're right. I'd like to see them in a WWE ring. But we get Kaz versus Daniels, the awaited match. They've been talking about it all night. There's tension between bad influence. And uh they start off on a match that starts wrestling hold, like respectful, and then they start getting a little lippy and then they Stare at each other and walk out. I thought it was going to be the finger poke of doom. Yeah. I thought they were going to, like, you You're know right, what I mean? Right, right. Make fun of yeah, Hogan, yeah, yeah. which would have been funny, I thought. But. Yeah, but no, no. They both get double counted out. And then out comes Robert Rude. Say what? And uh, he forms the yet to be named faction. <laughs> uh, you like that? Yeah. Yet to be named faction. I do. I Inside do joke like for us there. <laughs> but I like where this is going. He mentions they, they make up 25%. Of the uh, of the Bound for Glory series, mm-hmm. and so they can, and if they're doing things like he did earlier, messing with people, getting them disqualified, you know, helping each other out, uh, I think we're going to see Rude uh, as one of the final four for sure. The thing I I, I do enjoy about the BFG storyline is it can take so many turns and yeah. twists because it's so long. It's great that you you think okay, it's going this way, it's going this way, and then they throw one of these things at you, well, and, and now you it goes can, that way. You can and build it, animosity for no reason, right? Yeah. Other than you got the points that I need, right? So screw you, right? And you yeah. get good matches, hopefully, like mm. uh, you know uh, Austin Aries, AJ Styles. Well, we have Team 3D versus Saban and Angle. It was a swerve opening. They bring out Sting like he's going to compete, and then Angle's in there to beat some ass. Um, Team 3D back together for a match, which was good to see. I mean, they put on a great match. Which was good to see, except for the week before, Chris Saban said, hey, remember when I retired you guys? Yeah, but yeah. I guess it doesn't matter anymore because here you are again. And 
But they even had a great segment, though. Bully and, and Devon in the back talking mm-hmm. to each other, and he was like, testify. And he's like, that's my line. Like, right. Their whole interaction oh, well, they're, Yeah, they're, in my eyes, the best tag team of all time. But remember when Angle got captured in the truck? Yeah, yeah. What happened? What was this? Obviously the, uh, nothing now. Well, and the five-man Aces and Eights versus Main Event Mafia, is that is that done because of Angle's? Well, they said they postponed it, so I don't know if that's how long. He's in rehab. Yeah. Their ne- when's their next taping? I don't know. Is it not going to happen until they're here in Kansas City? September 13th. Hey, oh, that'd geez. be cool. So they're not just going to throw in Teats and have him swerve and, and throw in Tito Ortiz? No. Have him swerve, no. be on the side of Aces and Eights, mm-hmm. and he pins Rampage Jackson, and Rampage Jackson has to leave TNA. Huh? And then Teets leaves because he's got no reason to be there. How about they both get pinned and then they both leave? Ooh. There you go. I like that. Both pinned. So, Hardcore Justice next week. Minus that, we still have Bully versus Saban for the world title. A Bully's going over. You think? Yeah, Bully's winning that title. Because what's he going to do? Never. They're never going to give Bully Ray another title shot again in TNA. They'll just go with Main Event Mafia. But what I'm really interested in, 20-point Bound for Glory Series ladder match, Austin Aries, Jeff Hardy, Kaz, and AJ Styles, that's going to be badass. I know. I'm excited for that. And that's what TNA can always do, is they can put in great, pure wrestlers and say, you want to watch this, don't you? And we always go, yes. Yep. Yep. So, I'll watch just because of that. Well, and because of the show as well, but I'll watch because of that. Classic TNA. Classic swags. So, uh, that's it for Impact. Look yeah, pretty cut and dry show. Hardcore Justice. I'm liking that they're doing these free pay-per-view things, these Clash of the Champions style things. That's perfect for them because I would never order the pay-per-view. Yeah, no, that is good. So, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to start doing our SummerSlam picks, mofo. This is what I'm ready for. You are going down. This is what I'm ready You're for. You're going down. Uh, you'll be back with us shortly on the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, alter ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. that pick because it kind of re- feels like summer you yeah. know it kind of feels like it feels like love to me yeah <laughs> i like that good choice like dude love good choice dude love you don't gotta tell me this man oh okay good choice <laughs> he's like good get, i won't yeah you will never get a compliment <laughs> all right so our summer slam pick summer slam coming up we have the updated card that we know of as now and we're even assuming a tag team match that's going to get booked on friday yeah yeah, yeah we're yeah. going to set this up we're going to 
We're going to track this over time. We're going to For those who don't know, we're taping this on a Tuesday night. Right. So This is and we haven't got Yeah, and we haven't got the Tuesday night spoilers right. yet either, so. So we're going to start a ongoing contest and which I will win. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. We will, uh, <laughs> I will win this. Yeah, sure you will. <laughs> we will um well, I guess we'll do this. What do we want to do every How do we want to how long ongoing are we going to do this? Let's just do it a calendar year. Yeah. SummerSlam yeah. to SummerSlam. Right. right. Yeah. So uh, we're going to, if we per- pick the correct winner, five points. There's correct you. method of victory will get us three. Okay. Picking a run-in correctly will give you one point. Well, picking a run-in will give you one. Mm-hmm. Picking the correct person that runs in, or persons, another one point. Right. If there's a submission, if you pick the correct one on your submission, like the, which submission yeah. they use, then you'll get an extra point. And here's the the other caveat that they should know is we're not reading the spoilers because you know sometimes they'll go yeah, okay yeah, no. and in this match Brock Lesnar will win it'll be an F five and then that will unveil this guy. We don't read those. Yeah, no. Because no. one it doesn't make it fun and two if we did we would always be right and that would you guys yeah, would yeah, obviously know that yeah, we're full right. of shit. So so let's get into the first one, man. Let's do it. The kickoff. Which should be on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I know, but they want, I like the idea of the kickoff. It's free. You can draw people in. Mm-hmm. You put on a good match. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good match. It's going to be a great good match. Good match. I can't say that enough. Right. So what's your pick here? Are you going RVD or Dean Ambrose? This is for the United States title. I'm going Dean Ambrose. You're going Dean as much, Ambrose. As much as everything in me feels like it should, I should say RVD because he has the momentum, him having the title would make more sense because then you have Ambrose to stay with S.H.I.E.L.D. storylines. I feel like they're wanting to put Ambrose over more as a single star, and what better way to do it than the really the, the uh, hottest guy other than Daniel Bryan. I mean, he's RVD is yeah. the one picking up victories over – Alberto Good. Del Rio and stuff, so I've got Ambrose. How? Pinfall, count out, Yeah, submission, I got pinfall. No, I got pinfall. I think pinfall. I think the shield will do something outside to distract, and then RVD will look, and something will happen. Finisher hit. Ambrose gets the uh, victory. Okay. But I don't count that. I don't count the shield coming in as a run-in. They're, it's established. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll say run-in, but... If you don't want to give me the point on that, I understand. No, I'm going to say because I'm going to say it to him. I'm going to say RVD. There's going to be a shield run in, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm thinking RVD wins it oh. with a pinfall somehow. Okay. All right. Yeah, Fair just enough. to be different. Fair enough. I I kind of, you know, as I say it, I kind of really don't think that, <laughs> but we'll stick with it because okay. we're just going to be a little bit different. It, I like how you're already second guessing. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I, the shield run in is the is the thing that's making me stall on this because RVD doesn't have a crew of people to help him. And the numbers always win for the Shield. Always. They always win for the, the Shield. The numbers always win unless you're 3MB. Yeah, but maybe Mark Henry and the Big Show come out and stop the Shield run-in. Good. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's good for the kickoff. So what they are you say, picking? Hey, you're picking, I'm picking RV- RVD. Shield run-in somehow. He gets the best of it and it's a he, you know, not a submission, just a pinfall. He kicks him something, you yeah, know, yeah. spinning roundhouse something. RVD, Shield run-in, pinfall. Yeah. All right. Next on our list is that Mark Henry Big Show versus Rollins and Reigns for the tag team titles. I've got the Shield again. Yeah. How so? Uh, I think. I think that there'll be a punch from Henry to show 
and that starts a feud with those two. Mm. And then the Shield gets the victory, and then what we get is a stare down between Show and Henry, and then on SmackDown or Raw, then they kind of start their own feud. Punch of Show to Henry. Causing- no, Henry to Show. Okay. Because Henry will be the heel, I think. Oh, you think so? Mm-hmm. Show causing them to feud, mm-hmm. and then in the melee there, right? Shield gets the pinfall. Yeah, they'll do something. Pinfall. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like the Shield winning this from uh, just some kind of cheating to win thing. Mm-hmm. No run in, I don't think, because obviously, I mean, it would only be Ambrose. Um, somehow a cheat to win and a pinfall. Yep. Maybe a DQ of some sort, but I'm going to say pinfall. I'm going to say pinfall for the shield. No real run in. Yeah? Yeah. I think I kind of like your idea, though. I hope they go with your idea. Yeah. I hope you beat me on this one. I hope they Ziggles and Caitlin versus AJ and Big E. Well, my common sense would tell me that it's going to be Ziggler and Caitlin because we just saw Big E and AJ lose to Retard and Natty. Mm-hmm. So, how are they going to beat Ziggler and Caitlyn? That being said, AJ still is the Divas champ. She always seems to get one over on Caitlyn. I'm going to pick Dolph Ziggler and Caitlyn, and I think it'll be Ziggler does something to AJ to spark the, hey, maybe I want you back. She goes crazy, maybe leaves the ring or just not even into it. And then Caitlin and Dolph kind of do it, not a, a double team move, but do something to Big E to put him out. And then Dolph covers Big E while AJ has this false hope that she's going to get back with Dolph or something crazy like that. That's what I think. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Um, I was going to go with something similar. So I'm going to think I'm going to change mine up a little bit just so we have some, some mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. Um, next time I'm going first. Yeah, go ahead. Go, Damn it. go first on the next one. Um, Oh, yeah, I guess we could switch back and forth between matches. But, yeah, yeah. we'll just start doing that from here. Um, Ziggler and Caitlin distract AJ via false hopes of getting back with Dolph mm-hmm. and a pinfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yep. So I'm going to say then Big E and AJ just by some natural, again, heel tactics kind of like the Shield did, mm-hmm. you know, like I, like I suggested in there, and they'll get a pinfall. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say DQ by – you know what? I'm going to stick with my original thing because it is different enough. I'm going to say Ziggler and Caitlin win via DQ. Okay. Not a pinfall. Because of a similar, like, an AJ snaps and does something Yeah, hits crazy. hits everyone with a chair or uh, something. Yeah. Which, would, that wouldn't happen, yeah. but yeah, something. Okay. So, so, yeah. So, our last one for this one here mm-hmm. is one that we've been looking forward to. Yep. Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be a great match. And in it, what's going to happen Okay. This isn't a guess or a pick. All right, this, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen from your point of view. Sandow's going to win this thing. Mm-hmm. Sandow's going to win this thing in a great back and forth match. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be a long. I mean, they might go fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, this you know, could this be this that be match, match of the night kind of uh-huh. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're just going to. I mean, they're going to sell it. They're going to love it. Sandow's going to hit him with a briefcase somehow at some point. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hit with the briefcase. You're a jerk. So I steal your thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a money in the bank, Matt, or you know, a yeah. guy in a and match, everything you know. has been centered around that yeah. briefcase. So hit the briefcase, maybe through some kind of intense thing. Hits him with the briefcase, pinfall, Sandow, Mister Money in the Bank. Still, 
obviously. Yep. I just put ditto for me because I think that it'll be exactly okay. what happened. I think Cody Rhodes will get the upper hand in one spot where, say, they're they're fighting over control over it, and Cody Rhodes lets go of it, and it hit, comes back and hits him in the mm-hmm. face. And then, you know, a schoolboy rolled up, but it's 1-2. And then something later on, then Sandow blasts yeah. him in the face and then gets the victory. With- Part of what's hard to do these these picks is that we don't know the – the order of the card and that might change some of my things because right now if this was the order of the card we've got you know you've got uh ambrose and shield going in and then you know well i guess Ziggler and kate can go over so we're kind of split down here we've got heel face heel face going over yep good good wwe match so maybe i was wrong there mm-hmm. so i think we're going good there mm-hmm. so far i'm liking the way this SummerSlam is setting up though mm-hmm. you got the u.s title match right yep ambrose and rvd kickoff match i think that's going to be a a good high spots. Ambrose always sells well in the ring. You've got this tag team match that's intriguing. I mean, it's hard to beat Big Henry or Big Henry. Big Henry. No, that's Big Henry. Big, <laughs> Big Henry. That's their name now. Big <laughs> Henry. They like to do those uh, show tag teams where they integrate his name. And uh-huh. other yeah, yeah. So Big Henry takes on the Shield. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I like that. Big Henry, I mean, it's it's a formidable tag team, to say the least. Oh, yeah. It reminds right? me of the days of when Kane and Big Show were the tag team champions, and they were just yes. this unstoppable force. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Shield's still got to hold those tag team titles. You're not going to do anything with Henry and Show as tag team champions. Yeah, that's going to be worth That's anything. why I think they'll feud again. And they're talking up the Usos like they're going to be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I don't know. And the Ziggles, Caitlin, I keep calling them Ziggles, uh, AJ, Biggie, that storyline had to go there. Hopefully they can move on from this as a main focal storyline. I, I like the idea of the rivalry kind of always being there. Yeah. And the tension amongst them all. Right. And AJ and Big E can continue their Whatever. what's going on thing. Yeah. But just get just Ziggles hate, and Caitlin out of it. I just hate that Ziggler's stuck in another meaningless tag team match in the one of the biggest shows of the year. WrestleMania, he goes up against Team Hell No with Big E. And yeah, it was good, but it was kind of last minute. Didn't have a storyline, whatever. It was great. You know, it was a good match. It served its purpose and it's gone. This is going to be the same thing, I feel. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they do something crazy cool, but I feel like Z- Ziggler's so much better than this. He should be where Alberto Del Rio is. This is shaping up as one of the mo- my most favorite cards of a pay-per-view in recent memory. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of – because, look, so I'm looking forward to Ambrose RBD. Yep. All right. Uh, the other two I can deal without, you know, Henry, you know, Big Henry and, and The Shield – Ziggler Caitlin thing. I always like to see Ziggler, so I'm always but, anytime he's on my TV, I'm like, yep, this is gonna be good. But the rest of these, well, may minus one. Christian Delroy. Right, yeah. But we got eight matches here. I'm looking forward. Like I would tune in just to see any one of these five matches matches out of the eight. Right? Right. Now, are you missing one though? Are we missing well, one? We got Road Sandow. So right, just, but aren't we missing the Divas? What are the Divas doing? Isn't Nat- Natty and... Is that going to be a SummerSlam match? Yeah. I think the Divas are on there. So it's Natty... I don't know what the match is because I really don't care. It's, it's Natty and the Funkadactyls. Yeah. And Brie... Oh, is that going to be a match at SummerSlam? Did they say that was a SummerSlam match? I or think was that, so. Or was that for SmackDown? And I think it's for SummerSlam. So it's Natty and Brie mm-hmm. and she's going to have the Funkadactyls right. with her and she's going to have... Uh, the yeah. other Bella and that wannabe Jessica Rabbit. Yes. This is what she called her. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, man. they're all hot. Oh. Mm. Mm. But I think well, that's on something. let's put that down here just in case. I mean. We'll go Natty versus Brie. I got Brie. Brie. Now, where we get some points here. Brie via pinfall. 
Yep. DQ count out. I got what's their stupid thing called? Uh, Twin Magic. Twin Magic. That's what I got. Twin Magic. So your run in is essentially what that is. Yeah, we'll call that a run in. I call. It, I got Twin Magic call. Bree. God damn you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you I can got, go with the yeah, same. Yeah, we got to get points. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, it's about points. So it's Twin Magic, but we gotta have some variants. So we'll call that. All right, and we're gonna take a break. Come back and finish the rest of this card because it needs its own segment, man. Right? Oh, and we're gonna start off. Are we starting off with Punk and Lesnar? Is that why we're we playing this music? We are starting off with Punk and Lesnar. Old school it's not Lesnar. Why we're, it's not why we're using this music, but it works. Yeah. 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 So we're gonna do that when we come back to the Spanish announce table. Where? Trending Topics Network. Trending Topics Network. Dot com. <laughs> When you get to work, turn on the fan. John Feinstein, weekdays 8 to 11 on your new home for sports, FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. On all the hits of AM Gold. That's what I I picture every time I hear that. Love that song. The Royals were big into that when he was first coming out. Mm-hmm. The Royals would do that after uh, when they won, which is happening more, more frequently than we're accustomed to here in Kansas City. A lot more frequently. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. actually talking about potential wild cards for them. This yeah. isn't a baseball show, right? Yeah, and I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Longest postseason drought of any sports team, any major sports team in North America, is the Royals. Really? Yeah. Even more than the Pirates? Yeah. That's what that I saw that on a uh, so one of the, the newspaper here, the Kansas City Star. Put that on more there. More than the Pirates. Longest postseason drought of any major sports team in North America. 22 years I think they said. Yeah, cuz I guess Barry Bonds was early Pirates in like the early 90s. Uh, early Pirates. I meant to say early 90s. Yeah. So people want to talk about how much their sports teams suck. Be a Kansas City Royals fan, huh? Yeah. Huh? Jesus. Huh? I credit it to one of the reasons why I stopped watching baseball. Because yeah. there's just no yeah. nothing to watch. Right. But anyway, that's not what this show's about. What is the show? This is the Spanish announced table. Yeah. Pick it up next time. I want you faster on it. You scared you know? me though. I want you faster on that. I cut Don't. the music off. Yeah, yeah you quick, cut yeah. it off, you pointed it at me. Thought we went off the air. Yeah, well you cut yeah, you cut <laughs> off the music, you pointed at me. Thought you were gonna cut a Bray Wyatt promo yes. on me. Yes. Oh, the lights go dim. Oh damn. We're here. No, no. Oh. Get out of here. So SummerSlam picks, I'm clearly winning uh, as, it, as it stands right now is what it looks like to me. Uh, but we're going to start off with uh, one of the matches that everybody's looking forward to. The best versus the beast. I'm the beast. Will the beast. <laughs> and the, the best. best. <laughs> will the beast be the best or will the best best the beast? Good, sir. I ask of you that. I've got, mm-hmm. I've got the beast. I you think got the, the beast. Yes. Because I think that furthers the storyline between Heyman and Punk. So I think Heyman does something to where Punk draws his attention squarely on Heyman. Maybe, Cur- you know what? Here's my run in Curtis Axel. Okay. I don't know if that goes into the, uh, you know, match ending, but I think well, he'll, yeah, be s- yeah, he'll be in there. Yeah, he'll be in there somehow. Yep. Maybe gets uh, GTS really quick. He's out of there, but at least he was there. Okay. And then I think Brock Lesnar F5s Punk after Heyman does a distraction. 
and you get Lesnar standing over Punk and going, I'm the beast and the best. <laughs> I'm going to pick Punk, though I agree with you, and I think Lesnar needs to win a few of these, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I think Lesnar's primary purpose now should be to be getting over the new crop. But I think he needs will. a title run. I don't think he's there enough for them to give him a title run. Neither was Rock. Yeah, but they shouldn't have done that either. Right, but you know they don't care. I'm gonna say Punk. There's gonna be a Curtis Axel run in. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, and Punk's just gonna eventually get the better of it. Pinfall. Can I? Here's one more uh, prediction of mine. Yeah. One of these guys are gonna bleed, and I know they don't like blood. Oh yeah, yeah. One of them's gonna bleed because they go hard. Yeah. And so it'll be by accident. I feel. I don't feel like it's gonna be a real blade job. I feel like one of them's gonna hit the other one a little too stiff. Draw some blood. We should do. I'm gonna put five across his lip. We'll do this later since we we're already in on this. But for future ones, we should each match. We should predict whether or not there will be blood. Mm -hmm. But if you pick it wrongly, you're losing some points because that's a tough one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like you could just say yeah, blood every time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, blood will be like a wager. Okay. A wager point. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. We'll do that on the next one. I like that idea. But uh, oh, such a great match. I'm so. Oh, that's gonna be good because Lesnar can go. Oh, Lesnar yeah, I mean, has some great matches in him. He said it. Undisputed champion. I mean, he's 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 good. In a SummerSlam and, match and, over The Rock, which was on my honorable mention. And Punk he, knows how to work with these big guys. Mm-hmm. And if they plan ahead enough. Yep. Mm. Mm. All right. So the next match, mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's a Ring of Fire match. Yeah. Won't have Johnny Cash. No. But it is a Ring hey, of you Fire don't know. match. If Bray Wyatt's already dead. <laughs> then come on, Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, that's my run-in. Stop <laughs> stealing my thunder. Um, Kane versus Bray Wyatt. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. It's just going to happen. Yep. Kane's going to go over uh, to a pinfall. But I guess a run-in by the Wyatt family. How they a lot run- of run-ins. I'm going to say no run-in. How are they going to run in? The that's fire. That's right. Yeah, they can't run in. There's got to be something, though. Nah. They're going to do something. What, you think you're going to come through the uh, ring a la Undertaker style? Yeah. So no run-in. No run-in. Yeah, I got no been, run-in. We've been picking a run-in on everything. So yeah, I, <laughs> I got a run-in, or I've got a clean, this is what I got, clean victory. Bray Wyatt does the finisher, kisses him on the forehead, whack him, pins him. That's it. And then we find out, I think, then Monday, then it'll further the storyline with King going crazy, all that. But I think... Clean victory, Bray Wyatt. Here's what's going to happen. Finisher, kiss on the head. Here's what's going to happen. Whack him. I'm going to count this as a run-in, okay? All right. Bray Wyatt is going to throw Kane out through the ring of fire to the outside of the ring where the Wyatt family will do some damage to Kane, throw him back through the ring of fire into hell where what you have said will happen. It's going to happen. Nah. Mm. You like that? Mm-hmm. Thrown through the ring of fire. Huh? Kane's got an outfit that he can wear a flame retardant thing. He's not retarded. Flame retardant. Oh, I thought you called him retarded. Retardant. No, we're not talking about Hornswoggle anymore. Or Kali. Um, you know, if this was Attitude Era, I would also p- predict mm. that someone would be on fire. But I don't think he's on fire. I, I don't think anyone goes. I think I'm I think, the fire. I think there's just going to be a few big spots where the fire goes up, the flames go up higher. You know what I mean? You, you but get then, close, he's trying right, to put ah, his hand in it. Right, or a big body slam and the fire goes up with it. You know what I mean? But I think it's just going to be a clean victory from Bray Wyatt. Establishes dominance as a no. 
bit. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Bray Wyatt is throwing Kane through the ring of fire. He gets beat up. He gets thrown back through the ring of fire. Comes out of it. Looks like he's going to overcome all obstacles. And it's just not going to happen. Bray Wyatt's going to get the better of him. That's how it's going down. Bray Wyatt's going to win. Bray Wyatt is going to win. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to lose a match for a while. No. Yeah, no. No, no. He's too Unless big of a DQ character right or something. Right. All right, so the next one, the World Heavyweight title, which I predict will actually start off the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Alberto Del Rio. You should do some of that, too. Get some points on predicting yeah. the correct order of the match card. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, I got Del Rio by boring uh, foot on the rope, something stupid, dirty tactic. Foot on the rope. Who cares? Foot on the rope. He's going to win. Pinfall. Yeah, I'm going to pick Del Rio. I'm going to pick a run-in by another run-in. Pick a run-in by... What's his name? Ricardo for Christian. Uh huh. See, but uh, Del Rio still ends up getting the better of of mm-hmm. of Christian anyway at some right. point. Yeah, after he beats up Rodriguez. I like all of your ideas. This is my problem with them: is they're too good. <laughs> they're too good. Honestly, yeah. So they're not going to happen. Yeah. There's not. Well, not every storyline has something great, and right. one of them suffers, and typically it's an Alberto this Del Rio like, match. This is like a shotgun blast, so I'm trying to hope enough splatter, and then I right. just get some of these right. Right, yeah. No, I just got Christian. You know what? I said Alberto Del Rio pinfall. Uh, I changed that. I've got armbar. Armbar. Or what does he call it? Cross. The cross armbar submission. It's just an armbar. Right. Where he shouldn't cross his legs. MMA, Brazilian <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu tidbit for you should not cross the legs never cross the legs because you can just move the legs over you know Uh, if you got this right for those who can see in their enhanced radios if you cross the legs what i've always been taught is if you cross the legs i can just grab your ankles and then just move them above my head now i'm out of the armbar yeah you put them down you put the pressure on the neck now i can't move your damn legs anywhere so don't cross your legs when you do an Uh armbar del rio does it wrong And a quick little tidbit as we get off subject just for a minute. Uh, Del Rio got knocked out, head kicked by Crow Cop in Pride. Oh. And he wore a mask. You're not going to wear a mask for WWE, but when Crow Cop, who at the time is the best heavyweight, one of the best heavyweights in the world, you're going to wear a mask for that well, real he, fight. Well, he wore a mask his whole career. That's a real fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's that Mexican. Hey, he was a face his whole career, by yeah. the way, too. Yeah. Well, he got head kicked, knocked out in 10 seconds. Hmm. Anyhow. But I got I the got Del Rio. The big one. Okay, you go first, because I, I think I've already tipped my hand, but you go first. Okay. Here's what I'm picking. Okay. And this is not gonna happen. So I'm giving you some points here. Although the the, no! the outcome might happen. Okay. Yeah, can... I'm not necessarily giving you points. Yeah. Because you've got to get it correct. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan is gonna win this match. And the title. Okay. Bryan, you know, wins the title. It's going to happen uh clean. No interference ever. You know what? I'm going to change my mind. There's going to be a run-in by Maddox. Ooh. And Triple H is going to put a stop to that. Shiznat. Okay. Okay? Run-in by Maddox. Triple H stops it. Brian wins clean by a pinfall. One, two, three. Okay. Now, we're going to... We've both got a uh, we've both got a chance for an extra point here that we're going to agree upon here. All right, because you're predicting something's going to happen after that, mm-hmm. and I'm predicting something else is going to happen after well, that. Well, what do you think is going to happen after that? I'm predicting 
the unthinkable, the the what most people believe will never happen after this. Oh, it's never going to happen. The John Cena heel turn, and right. he's the corporate crony guy. All right, so, and they continue this feud later, so he can be the corporate champion. So here's my question because this is our first pay per view prediction show. Yeah, is this going to be a running theme where it's and then Cena turns no. heel? And here's another reason why I don't think it's going to happen too because. Now, we we talk about in the news, he's got the hurt mm-hmm. shoulder or elbow and he might be gone. Mm-hmm. So that would stand to also reason that Brian's going to win the title. But I'm hoping they're trying to do that to use that knowledge against us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They uh-huh. could definitely easily do that. And I think that John Cena heel turn as the corporate, the corporate guy. Okay. Be- just because I'm not going to do this every time. I want it to happen and I'll think of a way it could happen every time. Mm-hmm. But I don't want this. Like, I'm not going to say that every time. But because if they're going to go with a corporation gimmick, there is nobody better than John Cena for that role. Very true. That is the ultimate person to fit that role. It fits with everything he's been saying. Mm -hmm. It fits with who they would want as the corporate champion. It just fits. It feels right. Like that, you know, Mm -hmm. the first time you, yeah, it just feels right. I know what you're saying. Oh, man, it feels so good. Okay. The John Cena heel turn. Corporate champion. I mean, he might not be the champion, obviously. I'm going to tell you this, too. If all of your predictions come out right, this is the greatest SummerSlam of all time. Yes. Right? This is why they need to hire me. Yes. This is pretty amazing. I know they're listening. Of course. They have to be listening. One of them will. Yep. One of them. I know Triple H likes us. Triple H, yeah. He he did tell me. My girl Stephanie. My girl Stephanie listens. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. She comes over and we we smoke a little bit and right. go do whatever we do. Yeah, no. <laughs> Talk about Macho Man. And... Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here it is. Here's my prediction. Okay. In a match of the night, maybe match of the year, we get a run-in. Not a run-in, but an appearance. Which, are we counting that as? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If it's a distraction. Right, it's okay. Counting. Brad Maddox will come in. Yeah. Triple H will pedigree him. See ya. Uh-huh. Thus pissing off Vince, and he'll just come out. He'll just throw his little hissy fit. Also bringing out Stephanie. So I've got all three of them appearing. Okay, at separate times. Separate times, but all in conjunction with what is going on between. I'm going to count all three of them as extra points. Right, but if I'm going to all three of them. So right, if you get one or two of these, right, I'm going to give you this. Right, but I'm going to count them as all the same storyline. They're all, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Maddox is connected to Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie's not going to come in there for Daniel Bryan, is what I'm saying. Right. So they'll all make an appearance. Triple H will serve as the, that enforcer, and then we'll get some like, you know, one two pinfalls. You know, yeah. Because of the distraction, Triple H turns around one two no, you know that kind of stuff. Right. Then we get. A submission victory. Okay. The yes lock. Well, you're going for big points here. The submission victory. John Cena submits. Yep. On the elbow. John Cena. On the on elbow. On the elbow, you son of a bitch. Yeah, he can't He can't go. Oh, you might have scooped me on Look this at, one. I mean, can't do it. The elbow. Ah, the ah. yes lock. Right, so I'm done. Oh. Taps out Daniel Bryan in just the greatest moment of his career Everyone, yes, yes, yes. Orton, Orton comes out, but Brian's hot. Not, I mean, he's not injured. That's when I they know. normally do this. I know. Okay, Orton comes out, 
Because Triple H will leave. Triple H will be involved with this Stephanie yeah, yeah, Maddox yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Vince. So he won't be the ref. He won't be there. Won't be he'll the just be, you know, he'll be yelling at Stephanie. No, he, or, Orton brings his own ref. Right. But I'm saying that Triple H won't right. affect yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. just be gone. And then Orton comes out, cashes it in, and gets the title, thus fully making him a heel, which he always wants to be. And now... John Cena goes away. My hurt elbow. He was the better man tonight. I'll get him back later. That's what he'll say. And then we get Orton, Daniel Bryan, and then we get that feud. That is what's going to happen. You're welcome. That that might be what's going to happen. As, as Damian Sandow would say, you're, you're welcome. welcome. That might be what's going to happen. Mine would be a better way to go. Oh, yours? Do, if we're going, you know, match by match, and if <laughs> yours is the greatest SummerSlam of all time. It's mine, the greatest pay-per-view of all time. <laughs> yeah, mine is just what I really think will happen. So, Yeah, I might have to rethink my strategies for future mm-hmm. pick showdowns. There you go. So, <sighs> but it is Summer a dream. Slam. And I think the SummerSlam, kind of just a bold prediction of mine, I think this will go down as that transitional SummerSlam be a – Remember when Bret Hart beat yeah. Mr. Perfect? Yeah. It was like, okay, oh. this is how it's going down. I think this is yeah. what that SummerSlam will prove. This, I don't know if it'll be an all-time great, but it'll be uh, one of those. This is going to have some big moments, though. Yep. I think I see big things out of the Sandow Cody Rhodes. We might look back and be like, man, remember their great SummerSlam mm-hmm. match? Definitely uh, Daniel Bryan, John Cena thing's going to be a thing. And Kane Bray Wyatt could steal a show, too. The only thing with that is I really just hope there's no botch. Yeah. Because that's... A ring of fire. Hey, you're playing with fire. Literally. And, and, I, and I wonder, is it going to be hard to see? Like, I really want to know mm-hmm. how they're going to do this. I think it'll be similar as far as viewing as when uh, Undertaker and Kane did their Inferno match. I think that's how it'll be a setup. But we will see. And that's my predictions. That's yours predictions. All right. It's gonna, the American dream. We're going to come back and do our final thoughts. Let's do it. Spanish announce table, Trending Topics Network.
I myself am an ass man. <laughs> I, I, I love, enjoy I love, it. I love ass. I, <laughs> it is nice. Ass is very nice. Oh man, we've gone gone through a lot today on this show, man. Yeah, we was... we broke down raw, jam packed with information and opinions. Slammed SmackDown. Went through TNA through the, through the Spanish announce table. Mm-hmm. TNA through another Spanish announce table. Did our Summer Sam picks? Summer Which Slam I will picks. win. No, thank you. I'm gonna win. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come out with more points on this one. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you call me and you're like, I can't believe John Cena actually turned heel. I, if that happens, <laughs> if that happens, I'm, we're not going to do this anymore. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just going because it won't happen. I'm actually, I will actually probably. Whoop! I'll stop hitting the buttons, but uh, I will actually probably shit my pants. I will have it's a system, gonna, yeah. I will have a system failure and just have oh, a seizure and probably. I'm just gonna die. like. Uh, I'm just gonna run around the room like a, a giddy little girl if that actually happens. If he doesn't, and cuts a promo. Just like like a Hogan style bash of the beast God, promo. Yeah, you know, I got so excited for when Henry did his thing. I couldn't imagine oh, what. Uh, just imagine what, what Cena John was. Cena has in the holster for a heel turn. The guy's so good on a promo when he really buys all in. And just imagine the oh the bullets he could start firing at people, smacking those Make a Wish kids. We've already not even that. I mean, like even if he stayed with that. Gimmick. No, I wish that oh. would be so funny. Oh, it, it would be even more epic if he was like face. He just face palms. The kids. Yeah, just oh. face palms one of the kids. You know, just pushes oh. them down. Oh. That would be so awesome. <laughs> He's like, oh, John Cena, get yes. out of here! Just they plant a kid, and he comes up crying, <laughs> and, and he like just Heisman's him. Right, just <laughs> see ya. That would yeah. Now you can't see me. Right. Oh yeah. What if they're like, what about this? Right, yeah. Boom. And he's like, and he kind of does it, and then he turns around and does it in front of their face, and then just. Well, because like, if that were to ever happen, oh. and this is all just hypothetical talk, so hopefully you guys are entertained by this. But no, that's if perfect. Cena does do a heel turn, he could do it one of two ways. One way, the the Hogan way, right? Cuts the promo, the stuff, the trash is being thrown. I never did it for you, right? Right. Or he could do like the sleazy heel turn where he screws someone over. He's kind of embarrassed by it, so he tries to run out, and you know the reporter Josh Matthews is trying to get a word with right, him, but he right. won't because he's running to the car because he did something that he knew he shouldn't have right. done, but he did it because that's truly he's who done. he is. And that's when you can have, and that's when you can have the kid backstage. You know, he's walking yes. to the car. Josh Matthews, uh, John Cena, can we get a word? Can we get a word? And the kid's like, "But I'm the Make a Wish kid," and then face palms. This Boom. is it. He gets so angry after. Daniel Bryan wins that he snaps and everybody's like whoa silence hits right and everybody's like whoa and he kind of looks around like uh and then he runs out right so he can do it one of two ways if he ever does it which he will never do it he will do it at SummerSlam nah oh my god so you're I'll let you go first on this your take which I think it's kind of our we have a shared final thought which will happen from time to time because there's only so many things and so many themes in pro wrestling that eventually we will share the same thought. I think you kind of Great minds do think alike. You alluded to this with your SummerSlam being a transitional thing. Mm -hmm. I think we're in an overall transitional moment right now. Yeah. I think the tide is turning 
wrestling is is destined to get really interesting. So right now, I'm so interested in everything. Like, there's so many good storylines. There's so many people coming up. You've got your Sandow, your Rhodes, your Ambrose, the Shield, the Bray Wyatts. Something's got to give. Biggie Langston's, yeah. Something's got to give. The the new generation is coming in, and the Shield alluded to it. We're going somewhere here with mm. this. I feel, this is where my final thought kind of goes a little bit away from yours, but still staying on the same theme. I feel like this is the most important time in WWE right now. This. This right here. Because you can shit the bed and continue with PG. And so, yeah, Cena goes uh, away. You can't replace him. No. You can't replace him. No. But you still want to stay PG. So you go into 1992, Doink the Clown era. And you won't have a Shawn Michaels. Well, you'll have Dolph Ziggler who be putting on five star matches as well as well as Punk. But this is the most important time for them because if they don't do the proper things they need to with these characters, they're going to get watered down, and then we're going to have to rely again on Orton and Cena, and you know, because because these guys could be the next. This is how I see it as as far as as how important this is. You could have this crop of guys be the 1992 Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, all those guys, or you could have them be the Rene Dupree's, the Carlitos. Yeah, but you know what Chris else came Masters. out of those, those early 90s is the Undertaker. Right, that's what I'm saying. You could either have that with the proper storylines, and these guys have it. Yeah. Carlito and Rene Dupree never had it, but they were featured in, you know, main storylines. Yeah. So you either. Make sure you're doing the right things, and now we're into like what you said—the big new wave of, you know, we're away from PG. Here it is, or you could shit the bed, like I said. I don't even think they go, gotta go too far away from PG. I mean, like, you could oh yeah, PG thirteen, PG thirteen. But like, the reason I think it's so important right now is because the amount of talent, just the possibilities that lie in the amount of talent that they have right now, the potential that they have right now is probably more than they've ever had right. in their history. And that's what I'm saying, because another guy that I think of as far as the example of how important this is is Fandango. Yeah. Fandango can go into being Curtis, you know. Not on the SummerSlam card, by the way. And, but I think he'll be featured. I think, I think he'll, he'll get on there. I think in between... He'll be there, but he's not in the match. Right. I think in between, for example, the CM Punk. P break. Yeah. The piss break. Yeah, the yep. CM Punk and, and uh, Brock Lesnar and Kane Bray Wyatt, which if that does happen. They do need to break it up a little bit. They, they need a comedy. Right. And so Fandango will come out. Our truth might come out. Do a little dance segment. Yeah. And they Somebody can tie call, them up with a feud over right, the next Right. So that, but what I was alluding to, though, is he is kind of the definition of what, what could happen. You could make him awesome and put him main event because he is that good. You know, he could go into being who he really is, right. get away from Fandango. Yeah. Or Johnny he, Curtis. Right, Johnny Curtis. Or you have him be Brodus Clay, and mm. now he's just a shtick of tons of fun. I hope they don't do that. That's what I'm saying, though. That's how important this is. But, that's, and I what, feel but like, that's what they want from those people, though, because that's what sells the merchandise and gets the kiddos in. Exactly. So, so but, what, but if they're not going to do it as a face role, right. which they're not doing with Fondango, and right. don't show any signs of doing. Right. So, maybe you're right. He does yeah. need to get an edge, get rid of it. So, kind of go I'm, like how Triple H was right. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And, and then went into the game. Right. So, But I think we'll look back at this SummerSlam and say this was, that, point. Yeah, this was that turning point. This was that transitional period where – 
They went sky high and back to being on the covers of Entertainment Weekly and being on Regis and Kelly or whatever that show's called, the Kelly and Michael. Or they go into, you know, John Cena's still the number one guy oh, with no I, one I, else. I think they're telling such great stories right now, and there's such good character development. But you could and always just, you could always lean on Punk, and it looks like they're building what could be lots of long term rivalries. Right, you could have a constant uh, Sandow Cody Rhodes rivalry over time. Mm-hmm. You could have a constant Ziggler Big E right thing. A a uh, what's the other ones I'm looking at here? You could have. You could have Daniel Bryan in yes, the Shield. John, yeah, you could have Daniel Bryan. John Cena could constantly mm-hmm. have this kind of like, right. screw you, man. I don't know why they haven't gone into the footage of when he choked him out when the when the Nexus came in when he when Bryan ended up getting fired because he was choking him and spitting. He on made him reference and, you know, of it once. Oh, did he? Yeah, he yeah. Said, you are like, not better than me like that. No, no, no. Uh, when they were talking about the corporate makeover, and yeah. like, yo, I'll do this for now because you know you can yeah, get yes. fired right, right. time. But reference. I want them to show the video where he's screaming at him, you are not better than me. I mean, like, he came into the WWE with a chip on his shoulder for John Cena. Mm-hmm. And they need to cut into that. But I think because he was choking, they fired him because of that, because of the whole Chris Benoit thing. They right. don't want to draw any attention to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They'll just brush that under the rug. Uh-huh. Make reference to where we understand, but the nine-year-olds don't get that. So much potential. I'm going to be so heartbroken if they drop the ball here. I'll let them drop the ball in a couple of these. But some of them they've got to get right. The home runs I feel like that they have to hit is Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, and really – just for longevity, I feel like they have to hit a home run with CM Punk, Brock Lesnar. Really? Because that will get you to WrestleMania, Paul Heyman. Because what, what yeah. will you do if that falls apart? Yeah, I think they need to hit a home run with Sandown Rhodes. Yeah. I think Sandown Rhodes need to put in a five for their own. Mm-hmm. So maybe not creatively, but they need to put on a hell of a match. Yeah, as far as that. match quality, yeah, that yeah. that's probably the most important because if they – if they don't do well, they're stuck in well, mid-card. But if they do awesome, then they're going to get bumped to main event. And just Sandow's... Not the show. Just the Sandow's event. character, though. Like, Dan the Cannon, the host of the AllWrestling.com Weekend Review, said it the best. He said, everybody kept talking when we were talking about money in the bank predictions. Everybody kept thinking Wade Barrett, because he's due. And he says, now look at the storyline where Sandow was at the Gulf, and he's crying. And everything goes, you think Wade Barrett's pulling off that storyline? Not a chance. Yeah, no way. This is why Sandow's in this position. And he's the guy that can go to the main event and have storyline after storyline after storyline after feud after feud with guys that are believable. Right. And they're what WWE wants. They're kind of they're gimmicky. They're you know, they're showmanship style and he's great. Sandow should needs to steal the show out of this, I think. Yeah. But I think for storyline purposes for main event, I, I really feel Punk and Brock really need to bring it because yeah, you could always put them in the main event for next month's pay per view. But if they don't do well here, it's going to be harder for them to do next month. And yeah. from, from what I feel like will happen, John Cena probably won't main event that next pay per view, so it'll probably yeah. be it'll probably be heavy on Punk. Oh, Lesnar. he will. He'll be facing Daniel Bryan in the rematch as the corporate champ. No, and that's my other bold prediction. I'll just say we'll get to this next week. But I think the uh, next month's pay per view, if Cena doesn't go away, will be a triple threat: Orton's a champ, Daniel Bryan, John yeah, Cena. They both have the right. Yeah. I don't want to see that. No one does except for Vince. Vince. So that's that's my Vince is ruining my life. <laughs> well, he has Hornswoggle. That's his son. Remember that shitty storyline? Hornswoggle is his son. Oh. I just ruined this show at the very end. I'm so sorry, listeners. I just 
I apologize. Please still tune in next week. Please. I won't make <laughs> reference of that little <laughs> shitty-ass wrestler or that big goofball of Kali. Oh, SummerSlam's coming up. It's coming up Sunday, man. I'm excited, though. I am excited. It's a turning point. Some big things are going to happen. John Cena heel turn. Going to happen. Nah, but it's, it's, gonna it's, happen. this is the turning point for the WWE, I feel. Yeah, I think this is ushering in the first baby footsteps of the new era. Yeah? Yes. So, uh, gosh, check us out. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Fight Show Live is on there. Team right. Ozone. But write us. Let us know what you thought and let us know about SummerSlam. It's Email us. Yeah. Nobody emailed us this week. Tableshow at gmail.com. Tableshow at gmail. I want to hear you guys. want to get some feedback. Let us know. Even if you hate me, let at, me know. At Table Show on Twitter, Facebook, Spanish Announce Table Podcast. We got to go. We're running out of here. We're like got 20 seconds left. Get on there. Do all that stuff. Tweet us. Like us. Favorite us, share us, do whatever you're going to do. Email us, and we'll be back next week on the Trending Topics Network with the Spanish Announce Table. Say goodbye, T-Man. Bye-bye.